Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. My name is Kevin Ray and I am your host. I'm here with co-host Mark Griffith. This show is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. Um, Thank you all for coming in and joining us on uh, this Saturday. And as you can hear, we have uh, Ray Charles bringing us in with Georgia on my mind. And the reason that we have that song playing is because we are uh, blessed to have Tim Stallings, the father of Scott Stallings, PGA Tour professional, PGA winner in 2011. Um, Incredible honor to have you in studio with us, Tim. Thank you for coming in and talking to us. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And you know, Tim has some history with Mortgage Investors Group. Um, and in 1994, Mark Griffith, our co-host, actually hired Tim, was his first hire um, at Mortgage Investors Group, correct? Well, it was our first hire. And what happened was uh, Chris C. Ray, the president, and your mother, right. um, when we opened up the office, uh, she called me, and I was not had not officially started yet. And she said, I've got our first loan officer for the Oak Ridge. And I said, really, really? Who is it? She goes, Tim Stallings. Yeah. <laughs> so that was how it was. Ha- it happened. So, so basically, we're taking credit for all of Scott's successes because we <laughs> From were... From that point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, the, the fact is that we as a show want to promote not just housing and all the things that go into housing, but we also want to have these special, uh, you know, segments and special shows about things that really just uplift our community and highlight some of the incredible, cool and awesome things that are happening in this area. And so, you know, Tim, first, thanks for coming in. But I want to talk to you about your experience, really, first with the Masters. And then I'd like to talk to you about some other stuff. But I know that Scott qualified, I guess, because of the win in Greenbrier, correct? Yes, yes. Can you just talk a little bit about your experience? You know, I know it was his dream to do this, which is awesome. But talk a little bit about your experience. He qualifies. You know, obviously, you're going to be going and you went and, you know, you went to the practice. You went to the whole thing. Talk a little bit about your experience. Well, the uh, uh, we didn't get to go until the the par three tournament, which is on Wednesday. So all all of our other family went to practice rounds. Scott only gets a few tickets, so it was limited on how many people could come. So I wanted to go for the real tournament. So anyway, all these guys were coming back from the practice round. You got to go. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm 54 years old. I've been watching the tournament over 50 years. I've never been there before. Right now, I'm going the first time, and And my son's playing in it. That's, that's so, wild. So that's on awesome. Wednesday morning, it's the par three tournament, which is just a lot of fun. We walked around, we walked through the the clubhouse area, and we get to the sign with the scoreboard, and we see the sign, and it's got our son's name up there, Scott Stallings, and my wife starts crying. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so anyway, that was our first real moment. Uh, anyway, we we walk on up the hill, past the first tee, where the guys were still practicing, but the par three turn par three course is way on the other side of the course so we had to walk through that anyway we get to the practice putting green near the number one number 10 t and jack nicholas is out there putting oh wow. so to me the uh you that's know, my the, idol actually the the uh the course is incredible it's beautiful 
but I've seen a lot of beautiful courses. I've been to Pebble Beach. Uh, we last year went to went to Dublin, Georgia, and saw Murfield Village. All those are incredible courses. So uh, the the Augusta National is definitely one of the greatest courses ever in the world. Mm-hmm. But what got me was the prestige of these people. I mean, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer were out there. Gary and Player. Gary Player was there, and we we walked to the to the to the par three area, and all these guys were teeing off. All these veterans. I mean, Fuzzy Zeller was there, and they're all they just have fun. And the par three tournament is so special because most of the wives caddy. And Scott's wife actually caddied for him and, and his nephew Pete. I saw that and, picture; and incredible. Th- it was it was just a fun experience, and uh, he played with Webb Simpson, one of his best friends, and we just enjoyed that day. Uh, it's interesting. I didn't know we could bring cameras in, so I didn't bring a camera. But everyone was taking pictures. I got a text today from Scott. Did you get? Any, did we, there, are there any pictures of uh, uh, three of us at the gusta? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't take any. <laughs> well, you know, um, Kenny Perry is seems to be kind of a mentor in a way for Scott. Um, talk a little bit about that relationship and how that's progressed. I know he he's given him credit for helping him from the golf perspective. Well. Uh, Scott and Kenny actually met when Scott was in college. Uh, Kenny's son played at David Lipscomb, and Scott played in a tournament in EKU in, up in uh, Kentucky. And, and Scott had won the tournament and set the course record, and Kenny was watching. Right. And uh, Kenny walks up to Scott and says, I want to meet you. And Scott says, I want to meet you, too. <laughs> so many years later, after Scott turns pro, uh, Scott starts thinking about fi- signing an agent and somehow came across, you know, talking to Kenny again, again how to do that. And they end up, Scott ended up signing with the same agent that Kenny has. Oh, and they've been great. friends all along. And, you know, Kenny's helped him work through things. And he actually got him the sponsor's exemption to play in the transitions last year when he got third because he hadn't hardly made a cut all year, and that mm-hmm. third bumped him up to be able to get qualified to play other tournaments. Oh, wow. And it's good to befriend people like that, I'm sure, on on tour. And I remember listening to the interview um, on CBS with Jim Nance at the end of the Greenbrier, and he said, you know, talking about the tournament, and, of course, Scott just, just had just won the tournament, and he said, you know, that Kenny had told him, he said, look, I'm playing early. I'm going to sh- get back home, and I'm going to you win this tournament <laughs> yes. that was awesome yeah that, that was incredible they they greenbrier is one of the greatest tournaments uh out there they have big concerts and beautiful and, place and scott and jen had gone to the concert the night before with kenny and his wife and just had fun just relaxing off the golf course and then i just think kenny had a feeling that scott was going to do something well and it was incredible i mean you know that shot because i mean he he stumbled on the front nine in greenbrier he had a very i mean he had a bad front nine yes and you know he thought you know he was he even said in the interview he said i hope kenny's not watching this you know because he had said he was going to win and here he's not winning but that shot on 18 to plug it within six feet, make that putt, and then to come back and make that exact – it was almost the exact same shot it was on a little the bit, playoff. A little, bit, a little bit further, yeah. and uh, that was another incredible experience. I, you know, Were you there at that time? I, I was. The, the, the greatest thing for me here recently, well, uh, just about all through Scott's career, for some reason God has allowed me to be there. I mean, mm. I, I was at, I was at uh, the, uh, the Q School when he finished 26th. Mm which was a disappointment, but it got him on the Nationwide Tour. I was in Q School when he finished 11th and made a birdie on 18, got his card. And I was at the Greenbrier when he won. And That's I, awesome. I, I was at Transitions when he hit a hole-in-one. 
Oh wow! And then I was I got to be at the Masters to see him play that. Well, you know, just, let's let's go back to the Masters actually because the Masters is you know if I had a dream it would be to play in the Masters. I mean I love golf. You have no idea. You may, but it's just just like you said the prestige, just the whole atmosphere, it, incredible. So you're there with your son, and you you actually made the comment one time that he always was a champion in my eyes, and now he is a champion to the world. You know what a profound statement, and that really hit me when I read that. I actually listen to that it was a pga tour video and you know what exactly did you mean by that because now here he is on the stage and everybody's seeing he's a returning champion how did that make you feel as a father seeing everybody loves scott and just a person that he's become and how instrumental that god obviously played in that but you being the father you led him into that and you're a real role model for fathers like me but talk a little bit about how that felt and how that feels well, it, it, to me, it, the, the word champion is, is does, does include golf, but it's more than that. Mm. And, you know, I've been just one of many people that helped Scott. I mean, he's got, he surrounded himself with a lot of awesome people. But I, I've watched him, and I've watched him in his journey from the first time he hit a ball when he was a kid all the way through junior golf and in high school and in college and recovering from an injury in college and then, uh, you know, trying to raise money to get out on the mini tours and then finally earn his car nationwide and then you know going right out the first year and winning on the pga tour i mean it's it was unbelievable <laughs> yeah and then the next year we're, we're at the masters unbelievable and, and i i had i had heard a little bit about the pencil thing but i didn't know the details of it until he actually shared it on the green at 18 at greenbrier the whole pencil they, they found a pencil from Augusta National, and they started using it all the way through the wow. first part of the year to write their scores down on the card. And it was a little nub, and it was were... a little bit nub by the time <laughs> they got to Greenbrier. But, but just, I mean, the the greatest part of that tournament for me, of course, having him walk off eighteen uh, on Sunday and empty his bag. Uh, I mean. He loves kids. He remembers when he was a kid mm. and uh, getting autographs. And at the end of the round, he emptied his bag of all the balls and all the gloves and handed them out to all these kids. But uh, we, we uh, but on on Saturday, uh, he was he was playing with with Keimer, mm -hmm. who was number one in the world right. a few years ago, mm -hmm. and he was right behind Tiger and Schwartzel. And Schwartzel had won the previous year. Well, yeah. that day Scott shot two under. Yeah, Keimer shot like four over, three over, and Tiger shot like three over, mm. and uh, Schwartzel shot like two or three over. So he was with the best of the world, right? And for him to plug in there and shoot two under par on Saturday at the Masters, incredible. Hey Tim, talk a little bit about Scott's faith because you know on the tour and at the Masters, like Bubba who won the Masters, the uh, Masters this year, there seems to be this growing faith-based. Uh, part of this game uh, can you speak to that because well I, th I think there's a lot of really good men out there and uh people really don't know but there's a group of guys that meet on wednesday night for uh, bible study and accountability uh there's many as 50 show up sometime and there's a network of these guys that really want golf to be a sport that's 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 sought after as a godly pr profession and how to be family and you know there's a whole group of them. Bubba was just one of them. You know, yeah. uh, Webb Simpson, one of Scott's best friends, he's another guy. And they hang out together. They And oh, I remember the first time Scott went to this Bible study when he first went on PGA Tour, 
he said, Dad, I says, I, you know, I got distracted because, uh, you know, I wanted everybody's autograph. There was Davis Love <laughs> sitting there and Stuart Sink and, yeah. and Zach Johnson and, and all these names that people know of. But uh, at this Bible study, it's just a bunch of men trying to learn how to walk with God. Yeah. And, and they uh, they all love their families, and it's just incredible. Well, if you were to step back and you know look at it from all of the fathers that are out there, and in in a, maybe some words of advice for them, because the fact is, you know, most people who are good at golf, I mean, you know, Scott was, you know, he he went to Tennessee Tech, he was all American, you know, two time OVC Player of the Year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I mean. He has been successful at every level. Even at Oak Ridge High School, he thrived. So, you know, when you get in those bright lights, you might be talented, but you got to have that, like what Mark talked about, you have to have that inner strength, that faith that that exceeds all other things. What advice would you give to fathers that, you know, their, their kids are playing soccer like mine and you're just like, golly, you know, what can I do to make them better? I mean, it, it, what advice would you give to those out there that have their kids in sports and, you know, you got to balance it between encouragement and pushing them? What bit of advice might you give to those people? And then also with that faith mixed in? Well, I, I think it's it's a, it's part of the struggle of being a dad. I mean, uh, you know, I I... My dream for Scott was to play play football like I did. I mean, I've always played golf and I enjoyed it, uh, but he didn't. He didn't have an interest in it. So I found all the things he was interested in, and I helped him do those things. Right. I mean, he played soccer and basketball and 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 uh, baseball, and he he was good at those. But when he was 12 years old, he hit a hole in one while he was visiting me in seminary and he told me he wanted to be a pro golfer. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's the trick. He needs, they need to hit a hole in one <laughs> early on. But, but anyway, I I, uh, I heard so many horror stories about people pushing their kids into something they didn't want to do. And one of the great things about Scott is his temperament is so level-headed. I mean, he does get frustrated. But does he, he get never, that from you or he, from his... No. It's, it's it's really from God. I mean, yeah. that, that's one of the great things he's got. He's got the best f- from both of us. But but anyway, that temperament has been awesome, and just enjoying enjoying the game, mm. having fun, and uh, just remembering it's it's a game. But it's a talent that he's been given to glorify God, and he knows it's a ministry now. So that's that's the other part and his wife has been a great blessing to him she keeps his feet on the ground mm-hmm. and he's got a good church home here he goes to Knox life and he was just telling me this past uh, sunday uh he's been struggling missed a couple of cuts and he was frustrated and his church they had this open sharing time and and these inner city folks were talking about losing their jobs and dealing mm. with cancer and and Scott told his wife, "Was like, I got to just stop whining. I don't have anything to worry about. I got to get back out here and play this game." But it's it's an incredible life, and he he's enjoying it, and he's blessed. But you know, I think I, I think for all the thank everyone for all the support in Knoxville. Just continue to pray for him, and and just if he's if he's struggling, just know that he's working his rear end off. Yeah. He's 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 not hurt, but, but it's hard to do it every every week. Yeah. Well, so, who's it harder on, you or Cheryl, your wife? It's probably harder on her. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can talk to your wives as mothers, but for something about a mother's love for a child, particularly with a son, they feel everything. Right. And uh, it's it's hard for her to separate it all. Yeah. And 
you know, I, I've watched him now, and, and I know that God's hand is on his life, so I'm, I'm only just, I'm going to continue to just le- release him into God's hand and just watch what God does. Yeah, well, I know that you're not here to promote yourself, but I did want to just plug also the things that you're involved with, and we only have a minute or so here left, but you're the executive pastor at Ridgepoint Church. That email or that, that web address is Ridgepoint church.net. You also are the business uh, administrator for Focus Group Ministries, focusgroupministries.com. And then you also have your own ministry that you work personally and counsel married couples and individuals at his agape agapelove.org. So I'd encourage you all to check that out. But I really want to tell you on behalf of Mark um, and everybody here at WNOX, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story with us. It's been a real pleasure and a blessing for us, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. And we definitely would like to have you on in the future. Yeah, you got to come back. As well. Because Mortgage Investors Group obviously was the reason for all this success. No, I'm kidding. Scotty used to come in and play, and him and Shelby. That's right. We'll be right back. We have a great guest lined up, Robert Gibran with Mortgage Investors group to talk about the HARP loans. Thank you all for joining us. This is the Housing Hour presented by Mortgage Investors Group. We'll be right back. Fox News Radio Source, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. When choosing a company to handle your home financing, you want a great rate and someone you can trust. Tennesseans turn to Mortgage Investors Group. Named Tennessee's number one THDA lender, eight years running. Homegrown right here in the Volunteer State and with 15 Tennessee locations, Mortgage Investors Group takes a caring approach to the lending process, finding a program specific to your needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Buying a home is now more affordable than it's ever been in the last 20 years. Decline in home values coupled with rock-bottom mortgage rates makes home affordability a reality. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 16 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to your home mortgage needs to help you make your home financing your reality. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group. Your home loan solutions for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. East Tennessee's choice for Fox News Radio 100.3 WNOX. 
Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you for coming back in and joining us. And before we move on here, I wanted to tell you about a company I believe very strongly in, and that is Admiral Title. Admiral Title, you all know about them. I've been talking about them for months, but they do home closings for residential property. And for us, it is very important to have um, a company that will take you from A to Z and make sure that everything is covered and just customer service, because that's one of the things that is lacking so much in this industry, I think is that not every title company has the same customer service. And so if you're a lender out there, or if you're a realtor and you want a company that's just going to take care of everything, you don't even have to worry, then Admiral Title is the company for you. Phyllis and Terry started the company almost eight years ago and they did it with the customer in mind. The customer could be a lender, it could be a realtor, or guess what? It could be just a person out there that's paying cash for a house. It doesn't matter, but they can take care of all of your real estate title needs. And they also have Terry, who's happens to be a lawyer, Terry Adams Law Firm, they can take care of a whole host of other legal matters for you as well. So please give them a call today, Admiral Title, 865-531-6060. All right, well, we're excited to have Robert Gibran, who is a loan officer at Mortgage Investors Group. Um, he's fairly new at MIG. Um, he came from an environment where he was highly successful, very productive loan officer in the Knoxville area. Um, as a matter of fact, you, you know, closed nearly $20 million last year, 18, something like that. Right. Right. Um, right. don't be modest. That's big numbers, <laughs> buddy. Um, but what, Thank what you. was more, I think unique to me in the numbers was his average loan size, which was like what? 350. Not quite that high. Not, well, uh, like 307. 307. Oh, sorry. 307. <laughs> but it's 20. a good average. Yeah, that's a great average. So, 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 I mean, your clients, you know, you have, I mean, it's not that you didn't do FHA loans and, but you're, you're just, once you got to your average, that's what it happened to be. And what we wanted to bring you in for first is to just introduce you as a mortgage investors group loan officer, but also you know, your specialty is is HARP. One of your many specialties is HARP. So it's the Home Affordable uh, Refinance Program that was rolled out by the administration some years ago. It kind of, you know, didn't do what they had hoped that it did. So certainly you were successful in doing the first version, but now they've come in and they've enhanced it. They've made it better and more easy. Mark and I have talked about it several times on the show. We've devoted whole programs to it, but we wanted to bring you in because this new one is is a little different and for those people that are out there that are wanting to refinance but maybe their their home value isn't where they think it needs to be but talk a little bit about it from your perspective Robert what's new about it and what is it that people need to know about sure sure um, yeah the program's been out there for a little over two years since March of 09 um, but essentially what it what it is it's for homeowners with uh, mortgages uh, sold to uh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac okay so conforming loans in this area that's a loan up to four hundred and seventeen thousand. Mm-hmm. There's an awful lot of those. Uh, the original program came out a couple of years ago. Um, um, wasn't as successful as they wanted it to be. In this past uh, December, they rolled out some extension or extended guidelines. They extended the program right uh, through December thirty first of two thousand thirteen. But basically, what they're saying is, you know, if you did a if you did a loan 
at a certain loan to value, for instance, 80%, um, you put 20% down and now, you know, you were at a 6% rate uh, from three years ago. Um, you have an opportunity if the market's declined somewhat and um, your mortgage is now, uh, would potentially be 90%, 100% of the value. Uh, you have an opportunity to refinance at today's rates, which are at historical lows um, and put yourself in a better position. Right. And, and, you know, it's amazing to me because, um, folks, if you're out there listening right now, pay close attention. And this is so important to know because, you know, people were turned away, you know, for several months in a row. They said, look, your house is not worth enough. We're sorry. We want to refinance you, but you can't refinance. So people took that and they, they made it permanent in their minds. But it's not permanent anymore. Exactly. There's a great opportunity. And, and with interest rates where they are at this point, um, these expanded guidelines uh, essentially have, have peeled off the maximum loan to values. Mm-hmm. So if, here again, if, you're, if your loan or your mortgage is owned by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, you have to verify that. Um, and it's... At this point, it needs to be about three years old. Yeah, or it was more. about two thousand and nine, or right, something. May thirty first, two thousand and nine, or before. Correct? Exactly. the The loan had to be sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac prior to May th- or by May thirty first of two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So basically, if your loan is three years old or longer, uh, you know, look into it and see um, who owns is, the loan. And this is for all uh, term types: 30, 15, 15, 20, 30, Even if you're on an arm. Um, you know, you can take advantage of the fixed rates that are out there now and, and, and get it locked in, you know. Here's another um, thing that I want you to talk about because, and I know personally that you've come to me and we've looked at these loan scenarios, but let's say somebody's on a 30-year loan and let's say they're at 5.5% or something around there and they have issues with their value, but they really, really want to take advantage of these low rates. They're they're really worried about their value of their home. But what they could do is they could refinance into a 15-year, I mean, 3%, 3 and a quarter, whatever the 15-year is. It, right. it depends on several factors. They could almost leave their payment unchanged, right? not have to do an appraisal, and refinance. Exactly, exactly. There's, there's plenty of folks that can take advantage of if they've, you know, if they've been in their, they've had their loan for five, six, seven years and they think, boy, I don't want to refinance now. We're going to just go back, you know, to another 30. Really what you can do is if you started on a 30 or a 20 for that matter, even a 15, you can go to a 10. You know, if you're a few years in, you can lower the amortization time, take advantage of even better rates, typically um, the tens and fifteens uh, mm-hmm. are the lowest rates in the market versus a twenty or thirty. Right. Um, uh, if you you know if you're okay with the payment and your budget works and all of that, you know rather than you know extending it back out to thirty years, which may be beneficial, you know for those who need the effect of a lower payment. Right. Um, but certainly the opportunity is there to lower the term, and in many many cases you can almost break even by getting from a 30-year that you might be five or six years into and and going to a 15-year term. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you just peeled off, you know, seven, eight years right off the top. And and that amount of savings is tremendous if you look at it. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. Well, I was just going to say, if I'm I'm listening to this as a customer, listening and think, this sounds fantastic for me, I'd like to refinance, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I have a Fannie Mae loan. How do I find this out? Sure, sure. 
I'll tell you, they Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac both have uh, websites with loan lookup tools. So you plug in your information, basically your address, name and address, uh, or in Fannie Mae's case, it's just the address. It, 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 they're picky um, systems, but as long as you put it in accurately, you can find out if Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac owns your owns your loan. Now, um, you could certainly give me a call directly. Um, and yeah, because I might not be good on you. those websites because I can't <laughs> find stuff on there. Certainly. Uh, um, uh, but uh, uh, I'd be glad to look it up for you. And, and How do they contact out. you? Uh, I can be reached uh, at our office at uh, 691-8910. Just ask for me, Robert Gibran. Yeah. Another thing that I think people out there who are listening to this that, you know, it, this is, doesn't have any necessarily have anything to do with HARP, but they're thinking, my goodness, I've, I refinanced five years ago, okay? I went down to 5.5% from the 6.5% that I got in 2003 or whatever. I, I don't, I'm not, my dates not be exactly right, but they're concerned about paying closing costs. Now, mm-hmm. now peeling that back and unpacking that a little bit, there certainly is a concern about just refinancing just to refinance. None of us at Mortgage Investors Group would ever advise somebody just to refinance, just to refinance. I mean, there has to be a goal in mind and then us to accomplish that goal. And that is one of the things that Robert and any of our loan officers specialize in. And that's what differentiates us from other lenders and other banks is that we're not ticket order takers. We are going to look at your situation. We're going to analyze where you are. And you know what? And Robert, speak to this. If, if there's a situation where maybe we, we want to increase the interest rate slightly and waive all of your closing costs, if that makes sense, we'll do that. I mean, talk a little bit about what, what people's concerns could be. Well, let me say this, and, and, and this speaks directly to HARP, actually, because part of the program is I, as a loan officer, you may not know this as a customer if, if we've worked together and you're out there, Um, But I have to, in that file, be able to document a borrower benefit. Mm. Now, and and if that borrower benefit cannot be documented, then it doesn't qualify, you know, for the for the expanded guidelines of this program. Um, And and that borrower benefit really is kind of the core of of what. I do and what we do at Mortgage Investors Group. But, you know, that uh, a borrower benefit may be a reduction in interest rate, a reduction in payment, a reduction in term, or moving from a, an arm to a fixed rate, you know, product that's more stable. So, you know, there has to be a benefit to you. Right. Um, and, and, and part of what I do, if, if you call me up and want to find out about rates, for instance, part of what I want to do is get it to a point where you, you know you get the most bang for your buck the lowest rate at the most minimal amount of cost um if you're out there too let me just tell you if you have a question about what you know if maybe you want to just do it on the weekends you can't reach somebody or whatever the case is you can go and i talked about this a few weeks ago but you can go to fannie mae or freddie mac's website we're going to put those also up on our blog and our uh, facebook page but the um, email address i'm sorry the web addresses it's fannie mae uh, is the one that you would have for most of the ones that Mortgage Investors Group com- completed. And that's Fannie Mae 
Facebook.com, I believe. Actually, I just had it here, but it's, it's escaped me. But look on our Facebook page right now because I've just put it on there. So if you're listening to this, it's going on there right this moment. And check it out because there's a lookup, like Robert said. There's a lookup. It's very easy to use. And you can determine whether or not your loan would potentially qualify. Because, Robert, don't you think really that's the first, in investigating whether or not this is for you, the first thing that you need to do so that you're not wasting your time is to determine whether it's a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan. That's really the first step, wouldn't it be? Exactly, exactly. But what, one and of the things I would say is that uh, a customer would benefit, even if it doesn't, if it's not uh, in the guidelines for the Fannie Mae HARP program, right. they still may benefit from a traditional refinance. Speak to that, Absolute. Robert. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, I mean, I'm uncovering almost every day or every every few days a different situation where um, it may not be a HARP loan or someone did their loan in 2010 and it, it doesn't qualify. It wasn't sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac before or by May 31st of 2009. Um, but there still is a great advantage to take it uh, uh, with some of the... Um, expansion here again in guidelines with mortgage insurance companies. So if you have a loan that was done, a 90% loan that was done in 2010, you may still be able to benefit from today's lower rates, but with some uh, very attractive mortgage insurance uh, programs um, and premiums, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, you're going to find great benefit. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, the great thing is, is that on this Fannie Mae, on this, on this type of HARP loan, you may be at a 90% loan of value, but what the benefit is, they may not require that you have mortgage insurance, basically. Correct. They're, they're just going to say, that's okay. Correct. <laughs> if your loan uh, originated at 80% or below and you did not have mortgage insurance, mm -hmm. and today you're at 90% or 100% or 105% for that matter, yeah. you will not have mortgage insurance. That's not on everybody's loan. That That's only for the HARP loans that that's going to be for. Only for HARP loans. Now, yeah. it's FannieMae.com slash loan lookup is Fannie Mae's, and then FreddieMac.com slash mymortgage. And I'm going to put those up on our pages. And we need to plug thehousinghour.com. It's our new website. You can listen live there. We have our archive shows there. We have blog posts every week. <clears throat> we only have a minute left here, Robert. I want to tell you, we appreciate you coming in. We definitely want to have you in the future. But also, just go over your contact information again for those out there. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Um, I can be reached at the office at 691-8910. Um, you can find me online. Uh, it's www.robert at mig.com and Wonderful. so that's my name at atmig.com that's awesome we'll also uh, share that as well well guys we got another segment coming up we're going to talk in just a moment with someone that's our you know final goodwill segment so look forward to that and we want to thank robert again for coming in and guys we'll be right back after these messages thank you Best choice for news, sports, traffic, and weather. Partnered with WBIR.com. This is 100.3 WNOX.
At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. When it's time to buy a home or take advantage of terrific refinancing options, put your trust in Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender for over 20 years. With 15 locations in the state of Tennessee, Mortgage Investor Group offers a diversified line of products that takes a caring approach to the lending process that ensures each loan fits your individual needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 10911. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Clearly, your best choice for news, sports, traffic, and weather. Partnered with WBIR.com. This is 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. And I wanted to tell you about a company that I believe very strongly in. And you guys have heard about them many times. It's Capital Financial Group. Capital Financial Group, uh, they actually are just below us in our building off of Walker Springs Road. And um, Bobby and his team do an incredible job working with clients. And here's what they do. They will take your information, sit down with you, go over everything, and determine what the best strategy is to meet your goals. They may add some things. They may modify some things with your permission and your guidance. They may delete some things, but the key is, is that they're going to help you to do what it is that you need to do with your finances. You know, a lot of people don't even really look at this in their lives. They just kind of go along and you know, hope for the best, but they're going to help you develop a plan. And the, the benefit I think in doing that is that you need to go to somebody who really is going to do uh, a job for you with integrity and respect for everything that you're trying to do. And that's what they'll do. Um, give them a call today. It's 865 246 
1680. It's Capital Financial Group. All right, back in here in the housing hour, Mark is going to introduce our next guest. Hey, um, everybody, we got a, a great uh, guest for us, and we're going to talk a little bit about, but Mortgage Investors Group always likes to give back to the community, and this is the segment of our show that we kind of invite somebody on that's done something special or an event that's occurring that's for a great cause. And on the line with us today, we have somebody from the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, and her name is Janelle Beninska. Benin- Janelle, are you there? I am. Hello. How are you doing? Good job on that I'm last name, great. Mark. <laughs> yeah, that Benuska, is, uh, that's, uh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Just sound it out. You did fine. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about the foundation. We all kind of had p- folks that we've come in contact with that's had Crohn's disease or colitis. Uh, tell us a little bit about the disease, and then we'll go into what you all are doing. Okay, Definitely. Well, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation was founded in in 1967, and it is um, a nonprofit organization dedicated to finding a cure for Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis and improving the lives of nearly 1.4 million Americans that currently suffer from these diseases. Now, what is Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis? You know, it's not something that people tend to talk about kind of because of the the nature of the diseases, but they are chronic inflammatory diseases that affect the digestive tract. They are um, incurable at this point. Um, both diseases are very painful. Um, they present with what we call flu-like symptoms, um, which again is part of what makes the diseases so hard to talk about. Um, talking about symptoms like um, you know, diarrhea and vomiting is not a typical table conversation. So oftentimes um, people have a difficult time speaking with their friends or loved ones um, or just the general public about their condition. But again, it is very painful. It's it's chronic. Um, it's very hard to diagnose. So oftentimes patients go for a long time without having a full diagnosis, a full understanding of what's going on with them. Um, the average age of diagnosis was recently just made even younger um, to the age of 12 to 25 is the average age that, that people are diagnosed with Crohn's and colitis, which is very difficult. If you can imagine what your life was like at that age, getting diagnosed with something that was affecting you um, in, in having to go to the bathroom all the time, what you could or could not eat, um, it's very difficult for, for our patients to deal with. And it's one of those things that people may not speak about their problem and kind of hold it internally, so to speak, and, and kind of deal with it where they really should be speaking out and reaching out. It's very true. It's very true. And that's part of where CCFA comes in. Um, we have eight support groups throughout the state of Tennessee. We have um, Camp Oasis, which is a summer camp for children living with Crohn's and colitis to get them together and let them see that essentially they're not alone. And then um, also the event that um, we're here to kind of talk about today, which is Take Steps, Be Heard for Crohn's and Colitis um, going on in Knoxville on May 19th. Yes, and where where is that going to be uh, downtown? Do you know specifically? Yeah, it's located at Market Square, um, right there by that nice big stage at Market Square. Right, right. And uh, we're going to have a band, um, belly dancers. Uh, the Girl Scouts are sponsoring a kid zone for us. They've got all kinds of carnival games and prizes. Um, we'll have you know cotton candy and some food for uh, folks to attend um, who attend. You know they'll be able to enjoy. Really, it's 
It's about getting the community together, opening up that dialogue, again, letting people know that it's, it's okay that they, you know, can speak about this condition. It's about spreading awareness um, and, and obviously raising money towards the cure. Can I ask a question here? I, I think that is so incredible and awesome what your foundation is doing. And I think that the education piece and the support piece Maybe other foundations do this, but I think that is just tremendous, having these support groups throughout the state. That's that's a phenomenal achievement that you guys have. Um, your website appears to be a really robust website that allows yeah. for people to go to. Talk a little bit about your website. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, our website, we are constantly, you know, making initiatives within the organization to make our website as comprehensive as possible so that when someone gets diagnosed with with Crohn's or colitis or maybe someone who's dealt with the disease for years, when they're ready to reach out and find or, you know, find out programs that are going on, they can go online to ccfa.org and find all kinds of resources, not only our research initiatives, which are not only interesting to read about, but very inspiring to read about because researchers are estimating that we're like 10 years away from a cure. And I can't speak for other disease organizations. I can't speak on behalf of anybody else, but from my understanding... That's remarkable um, really is. to say that we'll see the cure for some sort of disease um, in our lifetime is is very uplifting. You, so they're, they're saying they're, you know, they're, they're saying Crohn's disease may be found a cure in that time frame. Yeah, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. What they're working on right now is an initiative that will further assess um, which genes are you know really causing Crohn's and colitis and how they can better distinguish them. For instance, when someone gets diagnosed with Crohn's disease, instead of just a blanket diagnosis, because these diseases are so um, specific, each individual has different presentations. Some person, you know, might have more vomiting and diarrhea, whereas one person might have more constipation. One patient does really well on a gluten-free diet, whereas another patient does really well on a high protein um, with some carbohydrates. In other words, it's highly individualized. And in the research they're doing right now, they'll be able to say, you have Crohn's type A, which, you know, we treat this way. And as they start to do that, implement that in the next coming years, they really feel that in in about 10 years' time that that further understanding will lead them to a cure. So if someone wants to get involved in this and they want to help out and they say, they hear about this research going, we want to give some of our money and fund this, how do they go about funding? Well, one of the great ways to get involved is to participate in an event like Take Steps. So Take Steps, like I said, is May 19th at Market Square, and anyone can come down to Market Square that day. They can register online beforehand at cctakesteps.org and basically form a team with friends and family and just kind of rally people around the cause, do fundraising efforts, whether it's an email campaign, um, Facebook campaigns work really well for fundraising, basically just asking your friends and family to support this cause or making a personal donation yourself. Um, And then coming down, like I said, to Market Square on that day and celebrating with us about the strides that we're taking towards the cure. You know, last year we raised over $33,000 in Knoxville alone. Wow. Um, across the state of Tennessee, we raised over $200,000. And Take Steps in general this year will raise $12 million, which is just incredible. 
That is, is that is incredible, and I, I noticed on your website that it has uh, spanned for five years in uh, fifty Correct. states and helped five million people worldwide. Um, which you know, if you are out there and you you know maybe you have a small group or maybe you you know are participating in Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts or you just as a family want to come down and give back to something. And uh, Market Square is a beautiful area, and that's a great way to just get out and do something productive and you know everybody would enjoy it and you'd be doing something for a great great cause and you know what time is that does that start down there it starts at 4 p.m and the walk itself will kick off at 5 so when people arrive at 4 p.m they'll get checked in they'll enjoy the live music some of the food and goodies we have the belly dancing What's that? The belly dancing. That's right. The belly <laughs> dancing. Yes, yes. And <laughs> our, yeah, our producer then, said he's coming. He's coming. Oh, good, <laughs> good. Yeah, the troupe is phenomenal. They actually performed for us last year, and I had to get them back. I mean, um, it just makes so much sense, digestive diseases and belly dancing. <laughs> yeah, hand absolutely. In hand, so. That's great. <laughs> Well, we're excited really to have you, and I think that we're going to promote you and this this event through our um, through our website, the thehousinghour.com, and of course our Facebook page, our Twitter. We'll just get the word out. Um, it's important for us as a show and organization to participate, and that's why Mark has done such a great job of highlighting these events in our area because we feel just as you do in your organization, your foundation, it's important to give back. It's important to to not just stay inside of yourself and you know not participate it's great it's true it's true and you would be surprised once you open up that conversation to learn who in your life might be affected by these diseases i mean every 18 minutes another man woman or child in the united states is is diagnosed with crohn's or colitis and again because it's difficult to talk about people don't always realize that so you come down you participate you meet people and then you start opening up that dialogue within your own community and you you realize how many people truly are affected you know when i started working for ccfa i didn't know anybody who um who was affected by these diseases and it's amazing who in my own personal life i've been able to connect with about this cause right you know through my involvement one other thing i wanted to mention that's really important to me just about about 30 seconds left working for the organization is that um 80 cents of every dollar that's donated goes towards the mission which is Oh, okay. For a nonprofit organization. That is really nice. Well, let me just tell you how much we appreciate you coming in today. And Thank we you. would like to have you on future uh, things, events that you may have throughout the year. And please just keep us in mind and tell all your friends about the housing hour. We'd love to have them tune in to us Saturdays from 2 to 3. Again, thank you so much. And uh, Mark, thank you for for bringing her on. Janelle, I appreciate it. And guys, thank thank you you for joining us today on the housing hour. We look forward to seeing you next week from 2 to 3 here on WNOX. Don't forget, thehousinghour.com is a great website for you to go and interact with us. And I just want to tell you guys again, thank you for joining us. This is the housing hour presented by Morgan. Investors Group. I just call to say how much I care. I just call to say I love you and I mean it from. That's the housing hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.